Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Nick Sirianni is not ready to name Jalen Hurts as his starting quarterback. Nah, that wasn't that surprising. I mean, now you got a coach who can't make up his mind. He will be. They're just not naming it now. But I will say this. I am starting to like Nick Sirianni again. Today, I felt like he had real good command of the of the room. And I, and he actually made a lot of really good points today. And a lot of things that, you know, that's that's a different way of thinking. So, you, you take it for what he is. He's, his personality and the way he conducts himself is very much different. But now you're kind of starting to see him be way more relaxed than he was when he first took over. So, uh, maybe we'll be okay. In other words, I looked at last year's tapes. I don't know if we can survive with this guy. All right, so, um, <laughs> no? That one, that's not what we're doing here? No. Ultimately, I mean, I, we'll see what happens next week and then eventually on the field. See, I know you're worried. Well, when your franchise goes down the toilet as fast as it has after winning a Super Bowl, yeah, you're going to worry. Now you've, now I know I know where you feel bad. I'll hold off on buying all that uh, memorabilia for the Super Bowl. Yeah, they'll you know there'll be others. Now you're looking around, going, "I wish I'd bought the stuff then." <laughs> Untrue. I have everything known to man in the man cave. Aye. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Time now for the play by play call of the day. Out toward left field. That's well hit. Dickerson's going back toward the wall. It is gone. First major league home run for Mickey Moniak. An opposite field shot, and the Phillies are on top three to nothing. Take it in, young man. Take it in. Tom McCarthy with the call as Mickey Moniak makes his first step toward Cooperstown with a home run. Oh, my almighty! Yes, he is. He's on track with that. Hey, look, good for him. But the guy's a lot of, the, the kid has a lot of pressure on him. You're the first overall pick, which you want to be. I mean, you do want that. You want to be the first overall pick of the draft because it's really, you know, you're competitive in everything you do. So you want to be perceived as in that particular year to be the best. And so you get picked first. It also brings with it expectations and then questions of, uh, wait a minute. Um, I'm going to, I can't. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. Right, the NFL made a change on jersey numbers. Now we all know that Jalen Hurts is going from two to one. And 
I think we're going to see some other guys switch numbers. For example, as Peter King pointed out yesterday, Jalen Jalen Ramsey wants to wear two. Now, he could end up getting eight, for example. Uh, Let's see. Look at some of the guys and what their college numbers were. Like Patrick Peterson was seven. In fact, I remember... um, Derek Moy running past him, and I saw the seven, like falling further behind when he torched him on a fifty-yard touchdown pass. But that's a different story. Torched him on that play. Um, let's see. How about Dalvin Cook going from thirty-three to four? That was his college number. Stefan Diggs wore one when he was at Maryland. Alvin Kamara wore six at at Tennessee. Zeke Elliott was 15 at Ohio State. So we may see some potential number changes here. We already know that Jalen Hurts is changing from two to one. It just didn't match up with Nick Sirianni's evaluation of where he is on the depth chart. At least not officially. It didn't sound positive. <laughs> With the draft coming up, they could get all sorts of people. True. But I'm really starting to think now they're going to go offensive line. You do, huh? And I hope it's the kid from Northwestern. But you know what? I totally, completely agree with Peter King about Rashawn Slater. When he was asked to play, he said no. He was asked to play in the Senior Bowl. No, not ready. Now, I understand he's not ready, but how come he wasn't ready? I mean, that bother, I mean, I'm sorry. There's certain things that bother me. Okay, guys not wanting, okay, that bothers me. Yeah, that is a concern. But then on the other yeah, side, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then the other side, too, with, with Elijah Vera Tucker, I, I know a lot of people are thinking of him as a tackle, but I, I don't think for the Eagles side of things, they already have a, a project, so to speak, that they're finishing up on in Jordan Mailata, who – played decently last year so I, I don't think to me it doesn't make sense to go with a guy like that who you have to still work on a little bit but e- either way I don't think it, it would be if you go with one of those two guys and and guys like Micah Parsons Devonta Smith are still on the board at 12 then to me that would be a failure of a pick well as an Eagles fan you know what that looks like <laughs> I do yes It stinks. It's a problem. You get the same guy drafting it. Yeah, that's another topic. But actually, he did sound mostly coherent today, which was a nice surprise. (laughs) Listen to you. Listen to you. You just... (laughs) You are filled with just... 
Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Okay, so the NFL is going to change the replay rules. Increase video review. They expanded the jersey numbers. This has all been approved. Uh, replay officials. Uh as well as other designated members of the officiating department would be able to provide certain objective information to on-field officials under a new rule. Other approved proposals include the expansion of jersey numbers. We talked about that. A proposal by the Eagles to forego an onside kick attempt and instead have a 4th and 15 play from their own 25-yard line to keep possession was tabled. I did see that. I wouldn't hate that rule. No, I wouldn't either. I actually think um, that's a good idea. I think it puts more excitement into the game. Yes. Yeah, I I think it does. Onside kicks are mostly false hope. Mostly, yeah. Uh, And it, it comes up over and over again. Okay, so let me get, let's get to this story here. Let's have a little fun with this on this particular day. NFL's top 25 players not in the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to run down names on this top 25 list, and I want to get your opinion. Ken Anderson, Bengals quarterback, number 25. You have no opinion? All you got to do is give me, hey, look, hey. Okay. All you got to do, Caesar, is go thumbs up or thumbs down. That's all you have to do here. Okay. I don't want to make this too complicated for you. So it was, um, so right, run it by me again. It was Ken. Kenny Anderson, quarterback for the Bengals from 71 to 86. No. Steve Tasker. Great special teams player. I'm going to say yeah for that one. So far, I'm two for two, no. Sterling Sharp. Yes. Packers, 88 to 94. Same thing. I vote no. 22, Otis Taylor, Kansas City Chiefs. No. I go the other way, absolutely yes. He's a phenomenal player. Darren Woodson, Cowboys, 92 to 03. Hmm... I'm going to say no. No. Jim Marshall, defensive end, Browns and Vikings. Most consecutive starts, 270 by a defensive player. Most consecutive games by a defensive player, 282. Uh, Kyrie Irving can't even make it to 41. All right. And he's not being hit by somebody else on the other side for hours on end. Jim Marshall. While that's honorable, no. Jim Marshall, absolutely. He should yes, be. Yes, him. Yes. Jim Marshall should be. Yeah. Steve McMichael, defensive tackle, Bears, among others. Patriots, briefly, Packers. Uh, don't really know a whole lot about him, so I guess I'll say no, but maybe you'll say yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll vote yes. Okay. Next up is Tommy Nobis. Middle linebacker, Atlanta Falcons, was the first overall pick in the draft. You don't know much about him. No. I vote yes. Okay. 
guy played at a very high level on an expansion team. Lester Hayes, 17. Corner. I vote yes. I'm with you. Patrick Willis. Okay. Short career with the 49ers, but I still say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, too. Sam Mills, Saints, Panthers. Absolute yes. Yeah. Heinz Ward. I've always been yes. It would take convincing for me. I think at the end, after a few years, I might say yes, but I wouldn't say yes today. That's awful. I'm sitting in the office. I heard that. <laughs> now, as a teammate on the basketball court, when we played charity basketball, I liked playing basketball with him. Was, I, I liked Heinz Ward. And he's now a member of the FAU coaching staff. Yes, he is. Leroy Butler. Defensive back for the Packers. Ah, borderline for me. So I guess I'll lean no. I say good player, but no. Clay Matthews, Browns, mostly. As in Clay Matthews Sr. This is his, yeah, the dad. Ah. I guess I'll say yeah. I'd say yes. Elsie Greenwood. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Elsie Greenwood. He she she should have already been in. Randy Gratishar, linebacker Broncos. You're not sure. Yeah. I'm trying um, to remember. Was I, was he in any of the Super Bowl teams, or is this further back? No, he played in the Super Bowl teams. Okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, back in you know back when they were losing. Oh, okay. So he wasn't on the ninety that back to back. No, no, no. Okay, no. He all played. right. He was an Ohio State guy. Yeah, seventy four to eighty three. Um, I think he'll eventually get in. Okay. The Rattler, Ken Riley, Bengals, sixty five career interceptions, which is more than the entire NFL last year. I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would probably say yes. I would say yes to Ken Riley. Zach Thomas, tackling machine, yes. Miami Dolphins. Absolutely. Tory Holt. Yes. Okay. Richard Seymour. Borderline. But... Yeah, I agree. Borderline. Joe Jacoby. Absolute yes. He yeah. was a critical critical member of the Hogs of the, with Washington. Yes, I'll go with that. Okay? To me, this is a no-brainer. Roger Craig. Yes, absolutely. No-brainer. Reggie Wayne. I would go yes. I have never been a big Reggie Wayne guy. Really? It never happened. Okay. Never. Never happened. I mean, I know he's really good, but... For some reason, I was like, yeah, okay. I'm going again. Go, oh my God, we got to stop Reggie Wayne. <laughs> Tony Baselli. Yes. Yes, I do too. And the number one guy on the list, which to me is, why isn't he in now? Are you kidding me? Okay. Mel, no, we just talked about Reggie Wayne. Okay. Cliff Branch. Okay. Cliff Branch is what Reggie Wayne should have been. Yeah, that's an utter embarrassment. He needs he to be was- in. 
phenomenal. Yes. You name all those deep plays, Cliff Branch, Cliff Branch, Cliff Branch. Golly. See, Reggie Wayne is what, to me, is what Cliff Branch should have been. In fact, Tory Holt, Tory Holt's what Cliff Branch should have been. Elsie Grin. There's some pretty good names on there. There are, yeah. I mean, it's like when you look at the like our Shikalimi broadcast on a Friday night. You know, the Chiefs a Hall of Famer. You know, the guy who works is, is in the Hall of Very Good. You, sir, are my hero. And let's take a break on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. In deep for Crosby, Rust broken stick, and then the follow-up Crosby oh. off the post, and now play to goal. The whistle had sounded. Latang blasted it in. And the referee in the corner pointed goal right away, and there it is. Uh, Steve Mears, Jay Caulfield last night on the uh, Penguins TV network. The Penguins were up six nothing in the game. Then Crosby scored what they thought was an insurance goal. Well, it was. It turned out that was the seventh goal. They needed it. They won seven to six. But it's the NHL. They don't do style points. It's like, was it a W? Yeah, move on. But that's that's how they do everything in, in the pros. The pros, there are no style points. They won big. Did they play well enough? I think I'll vote them number three. No. The pros, they look at your record and you go, yeah, I guess yeah, you'll make the playoffs. But May 12th is the opening of the playoffs, so we still have, what, three more weeks to go in the regular season? Your yeah, about 11 falling, games or so. I mean, I mean, your team falling apart. Oh, yeah, let's not even go there. I mean, your, your, <laughs> your team falling apart. Football, your team falling apart. Baseball, your team falling apart. Yeah, I only got basketball right now. <laughs> and, and Steph Curry torched them. Yeah, that was kind of an off night, but yeah, that was that was still nonetheless kind of an frustrating. Off night. I mean, I mean, here's one for you. Why don't you guard thirty? Thirty can shoot. Let's try that. Yeah. I mean, this is this is your sports life right now. <laughs> your sports life is one of depression. In the current state of things, yeah. And to think, on Monday you've got a staff meeting. So I mean, there's a lot of things like you know, not going right for you right now. No good! No good! No good! If I were you, I'd record that. 
<laughs> and then at the and then at the staff meeting, when you know who brings up something, I would just play that back. Don't tempt me hey, because now it, now I'm very tempted to do this. It would be like the movie Gladiator, <laughs> where he looks at him and he says, "Maximus, win the crowd." Win the crowd, you'll win your freedom. You, by playing that back, the other people at the table, you would win the crowd. <laughs> You'd also be sitting at a local restaurant by yourself wondering what your next job was, but I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, we all, have to, we all have to take risks in this business once in a while. I got other side gigs. I'm good. Awfully cocky about it. (laughs) (laughs) If it came down to it. They love you there. No, they do, fortunately. And I love it here, too. Yeah. Good comeback. (laughs) That was genuine, though. (laughs) I'll be the judge of authenticity. That's your guy right there. Yep. He's your boss. He is the one that leads you to water. The problem is he can't make anybody drink. All right. (laughs) Back with more brought to you by Sunbury Motors. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Q, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, the best new inventory out there. Great pre-owned inventory. With the Sunbury Motors guarantee. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. The Pirates now have the same record as the Phillies. At least it's not another, my team anymore. You know, another big milestone for, you know, your second favorite team. <laughs> the Phillies are tied with the Giants 5-5 in the 8th. The Pirates are playing a doubleheader because they were, because of cold weather, they couldn't play last night in Detroit. So they're playing a doubleheader today. These are seven-inning games. Pirates beat the Tigers 3-2 today. A Tyler Anderson, five really good innings. Uh, he got the win. Pirates scored three runs in the fourth inning. And that allowed them to get a 3-2 win over Detroit. And they held the Tigers to only three hits today. Wow. Well, yeah, cricket. Yeah, now again, it's a seven-inning game, but still, that's pretty impressive. In other words, instead of giving up five or six hits like you might in a nine-inning game, they gave up, you know, three in a seven-inning game. They struck out eight, and they walked only two. Very impressive. So Anderson gets the win. Game two of the doubleheader coming up. Pirates are now eight and nine, and uh, currently, I believe, have a better record than uh, the team that has spent $1.9 billion on the uh, on personnel. <laughs> Team is six and ten. Wow. Yeah. 
not an impressive win last night, but a win's a win. Yeah, they, this is now what uh, broke their losing streak. Yes. Who's pitching for your for the Old Town Club tonight? Uh, I will check I mean, the on key that. is, yeah, I mean, it's in New York, so the possibility that they'll throw baseballs to the players do exist. It's not Ian Anderson and Corey Kluber tonight, is it? Or was that last night? Uh, no, uh, Jamison Tyone went last night and actually had okay, his best so. outing as a Yankee. Yes, it so is Anderson and Kluber tonight. Yeah, Corey Kluber, I mean, that, that was a great investment. He's got a 6.10 ERA. Yeah, he hasn't been great to start. Which really doesn't mm. shock me. That's which hey. is why also I was not really jumping up and down when they signed them. I thought it was all right. We'll see. It, it, high it, risk, any, low reward type or low reward, high risk type thing. So you know, anybody can give up three home runs in ten and a third, and literally I do mean that anybody can. Yes. <laughs> this is this is your team. Oh yeah. look! I just looked at I just looked at his projected stats. Ooh, not pretty. I also had a recent rant of yours last night when, and I know he's coming back from injury, but Jamison Tyone's pitching well. He's in his, he obviously had his best outing as a Yankee so far. He only allowed two hits and one run through five innings, and he gets taken out after 80 pitches. I know. Come on. I know. I know. I know you're working him back from injury. I get it, but this is what, his second, third start already? Can you at least get him to 90? Not in today's game. Hey, come on. I mean, it's, today's sports, it's, you know, it's all about load management. Hey, we've known about that in the station for years, but enough. <laughs> I mean, not only that, too, but the way the Yankees' bullpen is right now, I mean, why would you even take that chance, especially in a 1-1 game yesterday? But obviously it played out in their favor, but yeah. Now, if you're wondering, for example, when Major League Baseball and the union will meet on negotiations, I think most people think they don't really start meeting until a month before the deadline. They actually did meet yesterday for the first time. They had six months before this thing expires. So the players and the owners did meet for the first time yesterday. Now, don't expect the economic system to be overhauled. Because, look, it's kind of hard to sit there and say, oh, we have a bad economic system when Mookie Betts, Fernando Tatis Jr., Francisco Lindor, and Garrett Cole, right, and Trevor Bauer are all making between 30 and $40 million a year. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of hard to argue. Now, how do you get more money into this thing? Well, you can get more money into the thing by obviously expanding the playoff field. If you expand the playoff field along the way, what that will do is that... Now, but you have to expand the playoff field in a way where the players get money for it. Last year when they did it, the players did not get more money for it. You have to expand the playoff field so you can get more cash out of it for the players. It has to be a win for both sides as to how you put this the expanded playoff field together. Uh, expect the DH to be a part of this, too. I know pitchers are hitting this year. It's been no issue so far. 
with pitchers hitting, but I think at some point that's going to go bye-bye. And they may tie the two together. And if you're a on the player side, you probably want the DH because, especially with a 26-man roster, it's now another, quote, positional player you have on the roster that, it, that can be paid a starter salary. So instead of having, you know, eight guys on a starter salary, you can have nine. So they have started the negotiations there. It's all good. And it's the bottom of the eighth inning. The Phillies are still tied with the Giants, 5-5. The Yankees have not lost yet. Bryce Harper is homered, by the way. So Bryce Harper has homered in the game. In fact, his home run tied the game. It's two for four in the game today. He's hitting 357. He's actually off to a good start. Bones hitting 222. Moniac. Moniac has another hit today. You know what Moniac's average is now? 150. 111. Okay. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but he's our he's our, he's our play by play call of the day. Mickey Moniac. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Now I want to point out that Moniac's driven at three today, though. He's driven in three runs. He had a three-run homer in the second inning. Ah, there you go. See, Boniak is on a roll now. Kingery's back with the team. Oh, yeah, just what the doctor ordered. Struck out swinging in the sixth and fly to center of the eighth. <laughs> uh, Colorado leads Houston 4-2, top of the sixth inning. Oakland leads Minnesota 5-4, bottom of the third. Cardinals, Nationals, they are scoreless. That game is in the bottom of the second, and Miami beat the Orioles 3-0 today. The Yankees will be playing once again tonight against Atlanta. It's... Does it hurt that people love watching your team lose? I, I understand it because as an Eagles fan, I, I get the hate, obviously, of somebody like the Cowboys, so I'm not really bothered by that. How can you hate the excellence of the Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> re- I would have repeated that, but uh, I just vomited inside. Remember, when they play the Giants, I won't pick them. I know. I have standards. You, you kind of blow with the wind. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see the, have the Phillies loaded the bases here. Oh, yes, they have loaded the bases. All right. Oh, Hoskins... my almighty! That's okay. Hoskins struck out swinging. Inning. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> there goes another water cooler. Oh, I mean, look, I mean, Hoskins is 0 for 5 in the game. He grounded out to short in the first. He struck out swinging in the second. Flied to center in the fifth. Struck out swinging in the seventh. And with the base loaded, struck out swinging in the eighth. <laughs> Not good. 
I mean, these are the teams you guys root for? Not me in this case. No, they've got a better record than the team you root for. Yeah. I mean, this is where you where you get into that front-running mentality. <laughs> and you see them spending all that money, and you say they got to be good. Then... Everything goes by the boards. Actually, I'll have you know, I don't think I've ever told oh. you this. I oh, hated I the stand-in signing. I really did. I was not a fan because of the pitching that was available at the time, and that's what the Yankees needed and still need to this day. I would have – the money would have been more well spent on that than another slugger of many which they had at the time. And he's always hurt. It's nothing but complaints on this show. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't like. I don't necessarily like all of the signings, of the big signings. And I was in the minority. A lot of people loved the stand-in signing. I hated it. Young Sound State football today placed on probation for two years and it with the recruiting sanctions by the NCAA. Violations were committed under former head coach Bo Pelini. The school did agree it failed to monitor the football program. They're winning. Everything seems fine. An assistant coach was found to have recruited a player at a Division II school without knowing the player was not in the transfer portal and did not notify the player's school. Three members of the staff... um, were recruiting off campus without having passed their certification test either. What's test stinking test? You don't need that. I remember when Bill O'Brien was here and he, they said, What about going out recruiting so I haven't passed the test yet? Because he had, at that point he hadn't taken it. Youngstown State found that Polini and two assistants had not taken the certification test required for off-campus recruiting. That resulted in impermissible contacts with 16 prospects and impermissible evaluations of two more. In addition to probation, Youngstown State was stripped of three official visits during the 21-22 academic year, given a two-week ban on unofficial visits and all recruiting communication, and had its evaluation days reduced to three. The assistant football coach who had improperly recruited the Division II transfer was suspended from all coaching duties during three preseason football dates and banned from recruiting activities from February 13th to the 26th. As a result of being put on probation and all these bans, Pitt has decided to add Youngstown State to the schedule. I'm just kidding. No good! No good! No See, Kyle Smith is now in studio with you. He is learning from you, the master. <laughs> he is, yes. He is stunned how easy it is. All right, we'll come back <laughs> <laughs> with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. The uh, president declared today that employers should give employees time off if they take the shot and need it. 
Bassoon has now asked for seven of those days off so far. I thought you were only supposed to get two shots. <laughs> that is correct. Hey, and he already got hit, his. This guy's hit every clinic in the area. <laughs> He's like, I need another one. What are you doing? You need two. <laughs> I need the day off. <laughs> this is coming off vacation. He needed a day off. He's the only guy I know that needs time off after vacation. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> Unreal. Okay. Uh, the NFL draft is next week. Our thanks, by the way, Peter King joined us on the show yesterday. Our thanks today to Mark Brennan, who joined us on the show. Donnie Collins will do- join us on the show tomorrow. Practice 14 for Penn State football is this evening. And then 15 will be Friday evening in Beaver Stadium. will be their third practice in Beaver Stadium this spring. So they'll go in there and do it. Look, uh, I'm one that puts stock in spring football and setting a foundation for training camp. That And I think you work on a lot of things right now. You try to work out the bugs right now, especially when you have a new coordinator in there. But I think it's also important for Phil Troutwine, John Scott. They've had now... 13 practices, 14 coming up tonight, where they've had their linemen going head-to-head. They need contact to get better. And that's happened for them during the course of this spring. Uh, But you have a new quarterback coach and offensive coordinator, Mike Yurisich. I think it makes a big difference. They are laying a foundation. It goes back to what I talked about earlier with Penn State basketball. Micah Shrewsbury now has a foundation to work with because – Isaiah Brockington, Seth Lundy, John Harris, Sam Sessoms, Miles Dredden, the four freshmen are coming back. And so he's got a foundation. He can start building the house. Well, James Franklin, this spring with a new offensive coordinator, they have laid a foundation. And now they can start, you know, now they're in the process right now of building the house. That's why I don't panic too much when Oh, you know, he did okay here. Look, if he goes out and he goes 10 for 10 at quarterback, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, well, okay, that's good, but I'm not going wild and crazy over it. Okay, that's fine. It was a good day. All right? And it's like I don't go, oh, my God, what's going on here? If, if they go 7 for 10 and throw a pick, I don't, you know. There's no game at the end of this. You're trying to set a foundation at this time of the year, so that when you get the training camp, you're now... I, I go back to what I talked about earlier about Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, when he came in in 2018, okay, we talked about the offense doing something new right now. Micah Parsons individually had to do something new in 2018. He had not played linebacker before. He had to get used to playing in space. The Micah Parsons in the spring, compared to the Micah Parsons who came back for training camp, it was a great transition from the Micah Parsons I saw in the spring trying to learn it compared to the Micah Parsons that was more settled because he'd gone through the spring. And you're trying to do that now as a unit offensively. And they have made great progress with it. Now the draft is next week. Micah Parsons will be in that. Now you notice what's been interesting about the draft. You know you know who they haven't talked about in the draft? 
They have not talked about at all Trevor Lawrence. You want to know why? He's boring. Unless they make up stuff to uh, criticize him for, like this latest issue. Yeah, but that's that's a small thing. It's nothing. You know, everything's been about you know breaking down Justin Fields. What feels right? Oh, you know, some people like Wilson. They don't like Wilson. You know, it's it's all breath. Trey Lance. He's only played one game in two years. How? Yeah. You know. Okay. All this. What are you talking about with Lawrence? What? Nothing. There's nothing to talk about. That's why you don't hear too much conversation about. Him. There's nothing to talk about. He is, I mean, for the national media, he's boring. They don't like boring. They don't like boring. It's one of the reasons why you're on this show is you're exciting. <laughs> do you like that transition? I do. Eh? Then it means something, right? Yeah. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Oh, absolutely. No, rolling in it right now. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to go out as soon as the show's over. I have two choices. I can go to football practice. I can go over to the local boat dealership. <laughs> I think I'll go to practice. That's the dedication I'll, right there. I'll th- I want to thank Mark Brennan for being on the show today. Appreciate that. Donnie Collins on the show tomorrow. Today's show has been brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK.